0: Both of my grandfathers were businessmen until the government took away their businesses. The Government eventually shut down his photo studio and his printing press. How are my grandfathers able to start something unconventional and then how did they continue living when their choice of actions went against both societal and political norms? They say, define your passion by trying a lot of things. There are lots of motivational pieces out there that lay out actionable steps for being a more confident person. But I realize that most people don't need to know what being confident looks like. They want to know how to get confident. Is there an alternative to faking it till you make it? There's a very uplifting TEDx talk about a man in his early 30s who shares his quarter-life crisis, which looked like misery catching up to him through back pains and shingles. Yes, the guy in the video has your above-average level enthusiasm for life, and has a name of Smiley, but hear him out. He presents two actionable steps for how to not settle during moments when the doubts become real. Like this guy, when life wasn't working out for me, my body would reveal it in the form of physical symptoms. A little before I turned in my letter of resignation, I took a medical leave because I developed recurring side pains that only went away if I hunched over at a 90 degree angle. And, of course, hives took over my entire body. Of course because I've had hives for as long as I could remember. For those who knew me since back in the day when oversized t-shirts and K-Swiss sneakers were cool, that's why I was always in long sleeves, to cover up my hives. Smiley, the quarter-life crisis guy in the TEDx talk video, says, Make the ask. On SoundCloud, I came across this guy's music. He lives in Greece, and I wasn't even sure what his primary language was, but I still emailed him about wanting to use his work in my podcast and show appreciation for the work he does. He was super down-to-earth about it and became my first follower on SoundCloud. Talk to your friends. Talk to your friends' friends. Talk to complete strangers. If you really care about what you're working on, people will see that, and those who matter will hear you and help you out. So, make the ask. A couple years ago, would I have been so willing to give out my business card and link to my newborn website to over 30 people? Would I have had the courage to reach out for help from a complete stranger who's 30-something hours away by plane? I doubt it. I grew up in an environment where for the first 20-something years of my life, someone else told me what to do, and somebody else decided my agenda. In fact, it was to the extent that most of the time was in the tone of, do this, or else. As a youth, I did not live through carefree and unfiltered days. I lived my days in fear. Since I picked up writing, blogging, and podcasting, I also started screenwriting. Again, I know nothing about any of these activities, and nothing from a past gave me technical leverage to tackle any of these projects. If anything, thinking about my former experience with writing still continues to do exactly the opposite of driving me forward with these projects. Communication in general had always been difficult. Sentences were hard to finish. Word choice was a pain. Paragraphs lacked coherence. Participating in a conversation, let alone replying to a text or email, was a daunting task. The other piece of advice that Smiley gives is to surround yourself with believers. I was at my first board match, an annual event where a lot of nonprofits come together to recruit members to join their board. Everyone there expressed passion for the mission of their organization and showed genuine interest in what I was working on. A lot of them responded with, You're doing something you enjoy? Tell me more about that, because I'm doing that too and I know how awesome it is. Smiley said that surrounding himself with people who did what they loved assured accountability. They nagged at him about stuff he kept sweeping under the rug, like talking to his boss about quitting. And I personally know a couple of you in need of lifting the truth to the surface. So, you know, I'm rooting for you. My brutal honesty coupled with a hunger for understanding and promoting the best of humanity. That was my starting point. And I totally get it. Maybe, like my grandfathers, I'm like the David in the story of David and Goliath. That underdog who faced a lot of trials growing up, picked up your above average amount of discipline and motivation. But do you need to be a David to beat Goliath? Or even to have a Goliath to beat? My grandfather from my dad's side gave me my Chinese name, like he did with over a dozen of his grandchildren. Every long-distance phone call with my grandfather from my mom's side, my grandfather would ask me if I was being intelligent. Now he didn't ask if I was intelligent, he asked as if intelligence could be learned. Both my grandparents developed many great relationships during their careers and maintained them even after the fallout. Let me turn the tables on you. I challenge you to look under the rug. Do what you think will make you look and feel like a failure. You might not have chosen your starting point, but isn't that all it is? Just a starting point? I'm Ivana, and I'll be back soon with more adventures from A Writer's Journey.